that no one can heal me. It's like only me can heal me. Like I'm not a healer to anyone but my own soul. Mm. And so that's what I like to, you know, tell the people who come to work with me. It's like I'm only a guide. I'm not a coach. I'm not. I'm. I'm not a healer. There's no miracles happening in here. Even though I feel like it, it feels like miracles sometimes. The magic is there, but it's it's you the the one that comes here to heal that has to breathe i can't breathe for you i can i can guide you i can encourage you i can give you pointers but you have to go be courageous take the next breath stay with your pain allow yourself to become vulnerable open up and let go of that Welcome to Doing It For The Dharma, a safe and sacred space where we dive into juicy, nourishing topics related to our soul's evolution. To inspire you to do your dharma, I share with you the inspiring stories of souls from around the world who had the courage to follow their own inner calling, and so can you. Namaste, beautiful souls. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Doing It For The Dharma. I hope you're all thriving, feeling bright and light. And if you're not, and if you're all over the place, then you know what? That's beautiful too. It's a part of the journey, right? Well, I've definitely been feeling all over the place with this pregnancy. My emotions have been very, very up and down, very roller coaster ask but i'm just trying to stay yeah very grounded and present with each thing that comes up and and really learn not to take my thoughts so seriously and it's actually very very useful at the moment because i've just started an online masters in holistic counseling and it's so funny because the tools that i'm receiving as they arise are exactly what i need in that moment so this week i'm learning all about holistic tools for stress management (laughs) and it's just like wow this couldn't have come at a better time you know so it's really amazing that the universe is is guiding me in this way through this beautiful course that i'm delving into and i'm so excited just uh yeah just really deepen my path deepen my knowledge and be able to hold space for others in their healing journey in an even more powerful way which is very very exciting and yeah some other exciting news i have is that i'm moving home in a couple of weeks time we're gonna create a little nest and i'll have to show you guys on instagram when we move in because it's very much like um almost like a treehouse vibes like everything's made of wood we're on a third floor overlooking beautiful fields of jungle it's super super magical so we feel very very blessed and yeah the guest that i have to share with you this week is a very special powerful goddess sabrina now Sabrina and I connected quite a few months ago. She came to one of our moon ceremonies and I just thought, wow, this woman is so fascinating. And then I found out 
she does breathwork, guided breathwork and shamanic journeys. And I had the honor of attending one of her breathwork sessions about, oh, about six weeks ago or so. And it was just so powerful, so, so incredible. And then six weeks on, I had another blessing of attending one of her sessions um, a couple of days ago. And the first time I attended her session, I didn't know that I was pregnant. So that was just like a whole nother thing, you know, (laughs) with the pregnancy. Another thing I maybe shouldn't have been doing so intensely. Um, But it was really, really amazing. And I'd never dove into breathwork before. So I didn't know what to expect other than, you know, the breathwork, pranayama, breath control and yoga. But this was a very different journey. And going back a couple days ago and now having the awareness I'm pregnant and propping myself up correctly so that my heart is over my belly, etc. And doing like a gentler version of the breath work again, like it was such a powerful release. And it's just really amazing what the breath can bring up for us, you know, allowing ourselves to really dive into those areas deep inside that we've been holding on to a lot of pain or grief or tension and and using this guided breathwork journey that Sabrina so powerfully holds space for to really release these areas so towards the end of it I was just absolutely wailing my heart out just releasing so so much and as was everyone else in the room it was very very powerful and Sabrina like cultivates this epic playlist to take you on a journey she's got her shamanic drum and these instruments and oh my god guys she's just absolutely amazing and in this episode she shares so much with us about the power of our breath and you know how it can be used as a really strong healing tool you know we always have our breath with us right we don't need anything from the external we always have our breath so long as we are alive which is very empowering and she also dives into some of the shamanic elements as well that she's been working with and she shares a little bit about her journey Um, she's from Germany originally and now you know she's been living in the Dominican Republic for many many years she has a a successful business she has this beautiful sacred space which is almost like this this little temple she's got built in her garden where she holds these these breathwork sessions and her ceremonies like she's so inspiring and I feel very honored to be able to share this interview with you so I really hope you enjoy it guys Before we dive deep into this episode with Sabrina, I would love to share with you my latest offering of my online Wild Woman New Moon Circle taking place on Thursday, the 4th of November. Sisters from around the world, come and join me to honor the sensual, deeply emotional, transformative New Moon in Scorpio. So we'll be diving into some beautiful rituals including a womb blessing water element qigong journaling meditation and deep inner work so if you're interested you can check out the link in the episode notes here's to the episode welcome sabrina to doing it for the dharma (laughs) such a blessing to be back in your sacred space and i'm really really excited that we're going to be diving into this conversation but before we do flow in i just love to ask you what does dharma mean to you? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> <laughs> dharma is um, what we live for. 
right? What I live for. I don't know if everyone lives for it, but I do live for it. And um, yeah, I am very happy on being on the path of living my dharma, really. Uh, finally, after many years of uh, searching for what was my purpose and of many years of denying for what was my gifts. Um, yeah, finally happy to be fulfilling my dharma hopefully ultimately <laughs> mm, that's beautiful yeah and it was a very big blessing the other night to yeah witness your dharma unfolding as i took part in your amazing introduction to breath work yeah session like a three-hour workshop it was it was incredible and yeah. i've never dove into breath work before and yeah, if you're open to sharing about how you started on this whole journey, because I know there's a whole lot that you do, and if yeah. you'd like to trace back a little bit, it'd be really interesting to hear about. Yeah, um, somehow I, it was coincidence really that I found breath work because for me, breathing has always been a torture in my <laughs> whole life because I I grew up um, being asthmatic and pretty much allergic to my whole life like everything <laughs> I was a very sick child and um, yeah so I struggled to breathe all my life and so I would have not probably opened up to breathwork or even looked that way if it wouldn't have been for a friend that I've known many years and trusted and she just like made me curious about this thing like she, I met her after eight years not seeing her and she just arrived in town and we catch up and somehow we are in this like same path of spirituality and self-healing that I dropped into due to an accident that I had um, about seven years ago uh, where my body took a big impact and a lot of things in me uh, just didn't work anymore so I had to figure out a way um, of coming back into alignment with myself and um, heal my body because since I've been really sickish all my childhood um, I've learned not to trust doctors I mean of course we need doctors mm -hmm. when we have emergency when we have um, physical um, you know when we need to get stitched up and like or operated and things like this but in general I believe that the body has its intelligence and capacity to heal itself and so I've been um, wanting to find ways of healing myself um, and do the work and so I've tried lots of different things and I ran into my friend and she's like oh I am doing this thing, breathing thing, and I didn't really understand what it was, and I'm like, breathing sounds horrible. <laughs> She's like, no, no, you have to come, I invite you, you have to come. Mm. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll come, whatever. And I came to a session, and it was just like you the first time. I was like, oh my God. And instantly just felt this like, hang on a sec, I can do this, this is amazing, this is so powerful, like of all the things I've tried, and I just like, shortly before that like just yeah really the month couple of months before that i had my first ayahuasca experiences uh, which were really powerful to me and which really connected me also with who i am in some ways and like gave me very significant messages of what to look out for in my life uh, to find this healing and somehow you know I, i'm someone that's very much connected to my in um intuition and my you know wisdom my spirit and when i know it clicks like i know it is like mm. yes like this is a clear yes 
and just yeah just this clear yes like this is it and I don't know why this makes no sense because I don't like breathing but this is it. <laughs> this is this is a tool that can make me um, be of purpose to my community mm-hmm. to all the people in my life that I that I've met um, that I've been holding space for like all my life I've been holding space for people listening to people trying to help them trying to make them feel better I have a lot of wisdom within me and it's always been like this but I never had an outlet for that really and but I knew something's dormant within me and so it just yeah it just was like okay this is this is the way and a few months after that I went to my first training and then everything just kept rolling and now I'm here and I sort of retired from my old profession which was a a jewelry designer I have a very um, um, popular here in Cabarete and like actually worldwide I have clients um, jewelry brand making dark colors with seashells and like yeah little jewelries um, that are quite unique and I've been successful with that and working hard eight years to bring that business forth and I got to a place where I never thought I could be and then yeah transformation happened and now it's like I'm still doing that but it's became more again my passion project mm-hmm. another one that now allows me to have a, a balance a more balanced life where I'm also like in the service to you know to my people and like bringing more value to humanity mm-hmm. and incredibly thankful that this really started in 2020 where I was wow now I'm so happy I already know all this like I'm not only starting right now I'm just like mm-hmm. I'm ready I've been preparing for this all my life so now we're here that's it mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. long story <laughs> oh that's beautiful thank you yeah. for sharing You're your welcome. journey with that it's so yeah. interesting to hear about it and I love it because I'm like oh I always see those dogs in Cabaretto with the cute little shell collars I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah that's probably you yeah that's really really cool yeah I know you can find <laughs> them all over the world like if you ever see a dog with a very unique shell collar uh, it's probably mine that's <laughs> I made it, I made it. <laughs> that's nobody amazing. else yeah mm, wow I yeah. love all of these creative avenues that you've been flowing in to and, yeah. and like you mentioned you know earlier like really listening to intuition knowing when it's time to follow those calls that the universe has given you and yeah. and I know that the yeah breath work is such a powerful tool and having experienced it the other night I didn't realize what a, a healing tool that it is you know and like if you could go into some of the layers of that for the listeners who like myself weren't familiar with breath work at all and and don't really understand it if you could yeah dive into the mechanisms of what it can help us to release it could be interesting well the breath is the doorway between our physical and our spiritual and a lot of people don't know that i didn't know that before and the breath is also a way of basically hacking into our nervous system and we are like our nervous system is running our life and our nervous system is a huge like memory that um how you say it? data bank <laughs> that um um has blueprints of everything that ever lo- happened in our life and so we run on this memory like constantly our nervous system compares our present moment with everything that has ever happened in our life and when it finds anything comparable it releases an emotion 
and so oftentimes yeah we go through life and um in a certain moment we feel a certain thing but when we are not aware of our nervous system and how our body works we think you know oh this is how we feel about this mm-hmm. and we don't realize that this is how we feel because of that that happened that old story so we trust or we don't trust we approach or we um we avoid because of the experiences that we have in our life and if we are on a way of um personal growth or development then those old stories in the past they keep us stuck in our comfort zone stuck where we are and if we are looking to expand our consciousness if you're looking to have you know successfully learn new tools and make new experiences then we need to go beyond the limitations of our mind of our nervous system and breathwork is as much as i know for now the most organic and powerful tool that we have to um to uh release those old memories from our body and when the triggers are gone the emotions the judgment is gone too like the fear is gone once you let go of the story and then once the fear is gone you can go and make new experiences and you get to know who you really are mm-hmm. beyond all your limiting beliefs and your programming and your self-sabotaging patterns that keep you safe mm-hmm. right um so yeah i just yeah that that's breath work this mm-hmm. type of breath work there's a lot of different breath mm-hmm. work out there but the <laughs> <laughs> conscious connected breath work um through the mouth uh that activates the vagus nerve our nervous system that's what it does that's what it does it mm. it allows us to bring ourselves back into alignment and allows any stagnated energies any traumas that we carry within us to just move out our nervous system to discharge mm. layer by layer it's gentle the breath is gentle the breath is wise it always knows exactly what you're ready for and what you need and always um yeah we set intentions for our journey but sometimes the journey itself has nothing to do with the intention we set <laughs> because our body knows better like our, our mind wants the one thing like this is what i want to work for on but the ba- body's like yeah but this is what you have to deal with first mm. and so you know it's always good to have the intention because we want to know what where we want to be in the future <coughs> but we have to really surrender to what our body wants uh to process in that moment and unusually will eventually bring us to the goal of this intention it just has its own ways just like plant medicine is intelligent mm. it knows exactly where to go what to do it does and though we need an intention we need to know why we're here and that's what intention is for we need to know why because these transformational journeys are struggles like it's not easy at all like it's it's a struggle sometimes and in the moment when we're like going through that struggle and we're like i can't take another breath because everything in me feels chaotic uncomfortable mm-hmm. just like ugh <laughs> I call up on the intention like why are you here today what is it that you want and let this intention 
be the reason why you're taking the next breath, why you keep on going, why you surrender mm. and let go of control because of that. Wow. Yeah. That's so. beautiful. Thank you for sharing <laughs> that. That's an awesome insight for the listeners to sink their teeth into. Yeah. And yeah, it was really incredible because from my experience with you the other night, you know, starting to do the breath work, I was, you know, I was feeling good, but I was hearing other people like wailing and I thought, wow, like I'm not really, this isn't really happening to me. But I was like, you know, surrender, like don't have any expectations, just breathe, do what I'm supposed to do. But then as soon as you came over to me, and you placed your hand exactly where I've been having pain for months, like sharp pain. And like Aww. you knew, like intuitively knew where to put <laughs> your, your hand and send that energy. And I, I just burst into tears as soon yeah. as that hand was there. And I felt like that really helped me to release some deep, deep wounding that I've been yeah. storing in the lower um, sacral chakra. And it was yeah. just, it was incredible. And I'm, I'm wondering... Is that a part of the breathwork training or is that just, you know, your intuitive nature? And I, I feel that you have this shamanic essence that, you know, is opening with the four direction, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely see that within you. So I'm curious if, if you're blending it or if this is a part yeah. of it, because that was very profound. It is a part of the training that mm. I received for sure. We work with trigger points in the body and I'm also trained to look at your body and I can you can feel it and I can see where you breathe and where you don't breathe and so I come in obviously also with my intuition mm. and my intuition is very strong um, which is one of my gifts <laughs> um, where I am yeah I'm coming in with with my presence with my hands and to just give you an invitation and a pointer to bring your breath to where my hand is because oftentimes the parts in the body where we don't breathe there is a lot of fear there is a disconnection like we don't even know how to get there because we haven't been there in so long or there could be pain and this is where the facilitator comes in and um supports you to go to the places that we're scared to go to to go and actually stay with that pain instead of running away from it and as we do this as you like courageously send your breath into my hand and into the place of your body that is um not open um with every breath you take off a little layer and another layer and another layer and when you've done enough breaths and layers, eventually you have a breakthrough, you get to the core of it. And when you get to the core of it, what happens is that the energy um, that was um, stuck in there, stagnant, um, that has been placed there a long, long time ago when you decided you don't want to deal with that emotion, um, then breaks open and free and that's what you feel then traveling through your body it's like mm. energy in motion it's that simple as it and it feels a certain way um yeah so yeah mm. <laughs> thank you for sharing that you're welcome it sounds yeah it sounds almost in a way a little bit similar to the reiki energy because you know yeah. like ultimately our breath is our prana our life force energy and yeah and Reiki is universal life force energy, so straight energy straight from source, from God, from however you want to label it. 
So it's like, yeah, in the same way that we have these deep traumas trapped, like the Reiki can loosen that out to the surface and then you experience that intense yeah. release of emotion. But yeah, yeah, it was like very quick how it manifested and how it did release. And, and afterwards, I remember you saying in the, sh- in the session that, you know, when you turn, when we stop the intense breath work and we just kind of have that shavasana and enjoy the nice music instead of the, you know, the powerful playlist that you do have in the background, you said that this can be a moment for realizations to come through. And mm-hmm. yeah, really for me, I received a lot of messages and it's amazing because I'm not a person who can just sit still and meditate. I find that very challenging. I feel it like is. I just, I'm a mover. I want to dance. I want to shake. I want to be active. Like, yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. super shakti. Like uh-huh. for me, Shiva, like just still is very challenging. So yeah. yeah, it was beautiful to go deep and get into that very meditative space, you know, very effectively from the breath work and receive that guidance. And I love that you say, you know, we don't need any other substances. We don't need, oh, of course, I love plant medicine, but ultimately what all we need is our breath. And I, yeah. I really love that you were able to, to demonstrate that to a whole group of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know, but I, you know, there's the plant medicine and I love it too and I think it's 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 incredible that nature gives us these tools and these you know really powerful substances that bring us into a higher state of consciousness that bring us so much healing that are intelligent on their own big fan of it but ultimately our breath has to always remain our first tool and yeah it's 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 that's why i for me it was like clear yes this is what i want to do because this is like the everyday the everyday substance that <laughs> like our most important nutrition and our most powerful tool that is available to us every single moment of life and mm. if we can you know learn to use the power of our breath to use this tool that was always there but nobody taught us how to use it for some reason <laughs> because it's really powerful uh so i guess that's why they didn't tell us you know because mm-hmm. it opens your mind and it opens you to your truth and like it opens you to who you are and when you know who you are when you know what your truth is then you stop listening to all that outside of us that tries to tell us who we are and what we have to do and so i guess that's why maybe in the past there wasn't a lot of emphasis on teaching us about our sovereignty and that tools that we have already within us um so yeah now i lost my train of thought but yeah i didn't ask you a question so i guess that's uh, why it's difficult yeah, yeah, now yeah. Continue, okay, but, well, that was a beautiful like, train i love that right <laughs> <laughs> and for the listeners at home who Maybe they don't have access to to a breathwork session right now, wherever they are in the world. So do you have a few tips that could just help them just to breathe more effectively in their everyday life? Yeah. Oh, I mean, the simplest and most effective breathwork practice that you could do is just take 10 minutes a day and um, breathe in the optimal kind of breath and rate of breath, which is eight to ten breaths a second uh no sorry Mm -hmm. eight to ten breaths a minute which is about equal to five seconds inhale five seconds exhale Mm -hmm. in a circular manner like in and out and in and out no no breaks between the breaths just slowly in slowly out 
and breathing from the diaphragm, the muscle that's right underneath our rib cage that separates the lungs from the intestines. That's the muscle that we should use for breathing that makes us breathe into all the dimensions of our body. Um, but we are so used to breathing shallow and not mm. really using that muscle too much unless we're working out and we're really like pounding and uh, <laughs> then we're definitely breathing from the diaphragm but other than that like just to yeah spend a moment every day closing your eyes going inwards and there's beautiful apps out there that you can just put your uh, own intervals and like it gives you a little gong and you don't have to even count you can totally switch off the brain and just Sit in silence and be with your breath for 10 minutes a day, breathing in through the nose, obviously very important. And that's how we get the most benefit out of breath. And the more often you can this, do this type of very, the most simple breathwork <laughs> practice, the more uh, awareness you will become, will get of your breath, of yourself, you know, and just like nurture your body correctly and um, yeah, check in with yourself. and. Allow yourself during that time to re feel all the subtle sensations in the body, all the emotions, all the thoughts that come in the head as well. It's, it's, a, it's a meditative moment and mm. our little voice, the little ego, wants to <laughs> always entertain us. And in that moment, if we can just witness the voice but not act up on it and not take in the information and the things that it wants to tell us to distract us, just let it be and the end of those 10 minutes I will guarantee you that you will feel meditative and you will feel quiet in your mind and mm. more connected to your heart and um, yeah so for me that's the must do everyday breath work that is accessible for everybody it's just about carving out the time to do it mm. and you don't have to be on a special space I mean obviously if you if you have an altar you can sit by your altar but if you don't have an altar, you can sit next to the laundry machine and wait until the laundry is <laughs> ready. It doesn't matter. Like it's mm. you just block out the external noise and just go within. I love that. Yeah. And also, again, during your session, you mentioned about people who breathe through their mouths all the time. And I thought that was really interesting because yeah. I've never heard that. If you'd like to share a little bit about that, why we don't want to be mouth breathing <laughs> unless we're in your breathwork session. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's very important for us, especially in these days um, where we are dealing with a pandemic as well, to really become aware of breathing through the nose because the nose has filters that protect us from viruses and bacteria, and we absorb 20% more oxygen through the nose. And if we breathe through the mouth, there's a lot of really bad side effects, really. Uh, the list is so long, but some of the things are that people are really anxious. People who breathe through the mouth all day long are the ones that are really anxious, really stressed out, easily overwhelmed and triggered. And why? Because they're constantly breathing into their vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is the longest nerve in our nervous system that starts in our brainstem, goes along the spine behind our throat and then branches out into all our organs. And when we breathe in, through the mouth, we stimulate the vagus nerve. Mm -hmm. And if we do that longer than 15 to 20 minutes, our nervous system activates into fight, flight, or the state of being overwhelmed and stressed. And so when we, when we breathe through the mouth a lot, we are constantly 
signaling to our nervous system that we are in activation so it's really hard for people who breathe through the mouth to like come down to relaxation it's almost impossible and so those are the people that then they have insomnia they can't sleep because they're hypervigilant they uh, are dehydrated a lot they can feel fatigued because they don't sleep well at night they're the ones that snore they're the ones that have sleep apnea and the list goes on so um so yeah there's a lot of things um to say about breathing through the mouth and <laughs> i can only recommend there's like a great book out there right now um it's called breath and um what's his name james Nestor has written it and yeah it's like if you want to know anything about breathing just read that book or listen to the audiobook the audiobook is great too if you have you know not enough time to sit down and read just mm. listen to the audiobook in little stages and you will know everything about breathing and also how it's some people to just can't even breathe through the nose that's mm. why they're breathing through the mouth because their airways are too small um and due to the evolution of our human body and um, the ways of um, eating more and more soft food, processed food, our mouths grow too small. Mm. And when our mouth, our palate is too small, our airways close up and that mm. makes it harder and harder for us to breathe. And so it's literally for some people impossible to breathe through the nose. And you know, then there's ways to change that, mm. but it takes more effort. It might take a, a, like braces or something to wow. open the to widen the palate mm. but it's reversible and so yeah breath that book really read it if mm. you haven't read it yet wonderful thank yeah. you for recommending that you're it's, welcome it's crazy right like you were saying like they don't teach you this stuff at school and no like, but you should oh it's so <laughs> important and like the ancient yogis knew you know what i they really knew yes i love that they say like our and i think they say that we have a certain number of breaths her lifetime this mm -hmm. is what they believe which is why we need to breathe long slow, and slow for a long yeah. and happy life and yeah. it's like that ancient wisdom is coming back and i think it's really beautiful that we have people like you who are coming forth and and spreading this into local communities like it's really yeah. what we need right now is that integration of that old wisdom into yeah. our, our modern way of living yeah and um i'm very curious how since diving into this realm of breathwork, how it has impacted your life, if you've noticed any significant changes or shifts, I'm, I'm super curious. Yeah, I, it did, it did. But I wanted to add one more thing to the before my question mm. about, the, you know, I'm saying here that breathing through the mouth is really bad for you, but we use it as a tool. So mm. the technique that I'm guiding is a breath through the mouth because at a moment, it becomes a tool when we consciously breathe through the mouth then we can activate our nervous system by activating that vagus nerve and that's how we hack into the nervous system and create this energy flow and um, ultimately that transformation from the core from within and mm -hmm. so that i wanted to add beautiful <laughs> yeah. thank you so so yeah transformation huge transformations i like quick transformation from breath work because um yeah because i mean you felt it yourself like only one session mm. so powerful tapping into such deep um buried emotions and or trauma uh, or old stories however you want to call it 
in just one session because we allow ourselves to open up and deal with what's there deal with our triggers because mm -hmm. yeah um, ultimately it's every single day that we live we f we get triggered like we feel it you know exactly when you're triggered I don't have to explain it mm. when you're triggered and then when you use your breath and breathe into that feeling that you're feeling right now because you're triggered that's when you can do the work that's you like that's how you let go of your old stories when they are triggered mm. uh, on a daily basis and so yeah once we learn to work with these triggers instead of using them as a weapons <laughs> against mm -hmm. other people and using them to um, repeat like the pattern repeat the old story like again and again being thrown back into that same situation and that's the only reason why these situations keep happening again and again because we don't deal with the feelings that we feel in the moment we just again put it under the rack and like keep it in storage so we can use it again later mm -hmm. And so, yeah, once we, once we allow ourselves to actually reconnect with feeling our emotions and all the things that come up in life and accept those challenges, accept those triggers, then we can let go of them. And once we've done, you know, uh, I'd say a certain amount of work, like in terms of like, like breath work like you can do one session that's powerful but the transformation doesn't come from only one session a transformation comes when people are committed to the work when people come and say hey you know what i'm gonna do this now for the next month i'm gonna come four weeks in a row and i have this goal and after those four weeks i can guarantee you something has changed in your life mm -hmm. something has shifted in the way you perceive things and the way you resonate um and interact in your environment I guarantee like there's no way you can't mm. um, unless you're not committed and you come here and sleep for an hour <laughs> <laughs> because it's not it's it's not you know so many times I feel people um, they want to heal they want to transform mm. but they want to bypass the work mm. they just come and say heal me <laughs> That's great, but I can't heal anyone. Not me, I can't. Maybe other people can, but I can't. Mm. Like, what I've learned is that no one can heal me. It's like only me can heal me. Like, I'm not a healer to anyone but my own soul. Mm. And so that's what I like to, you know, tell the people who come to work with me. It's like, I'm only a guide. I'm not a coach, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a healer, there's no miracles happening in here, even though I feel like it, it feels like miracles sometimes, the magic is there, but it's, it's you, the, the one that comes here to heal, that has to breathe, I can't breathe for you, I can, I can guide you, I can encourage you, I can give you pointers, but you have to go, be courageous, mm. take the next breath, stay with your pain allow yourself to become vulnerable open up and let go of that that's mm. nobody else can do that for you and that's where you know sometimes it's difficult and many people can cross that threshold but there's people that just they, they just can't they're not ready yet mm. but 
in any case, the work always does something, even if it's just changing the way somebody looks at something. Some, something shifts, even if people say like, you know what, this is not for me, mm. I'm not gonna come back. It's, like, it's okay, it's just, it's just not the right tool for you right now. And it's, there's not this one thing, not mm. one thing that's gonna heal you. There's not like, okay, I'm gonna do a bunch of ayahuasca and I'm gonna be a better person or I'm gonna do only breath work and I'm going to be a person, a better person, or I'm going to do um, only Reiki sessions and everything's going to change. No, mm. it's not that. It's like the holistic, holistic offerings, tools that are out there because many people have different needs and the body is so complex, the energy is so complex that, you know, we can only try to be open to everything that somehow pops into our field, somehow we attract uh, something to come to us. Like, mm. hey, I'm offering breath work. If this resonates with you, come join me. And if you join me and it still resonates with you, come back. Mm. If it doesn't work for you, but at least try three times because I know it's a struggle. So you can't say something works <laughs> or doesn't work if you don't give it a chance to um, explore it on all the different layers it could work um, then you know it's a bit fast to say like oh this doesn't work I tried it once it doesn't work mm. no 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 give it you know give it time um, and then tell me if it works or not and do other things read books mm. go have you know join communities that resonate with the truth that you carry and you know try a lot of different things and then mm. you will find your healing that's what I believe that's how it worked for me and still going like I'm not you know I'm not anywhere done mm. like I'm a lot better than I used to be obviously and I'm in a position where I feel like I'm now ready to hold space for other people because of all the experiences that I've had in my life. Um, but I also look um, for guides, mm. mentors, and there's infinite things for me to learn all the time. Um, and so, yeah, it's a constant transformation. The transformation ends on the last day of my life. Mm. really wow yeah Ooh, I love that that's yeah. really powerful yeah. thank you for sharing that and I loved a few points you touched upon there and especially you know how you're how you are affirming that you're not a healer to anyone else I think that's such an important message because I'm always like be wary of people who are like I'm a healer I'm gonna heal you because I completely agree like we can only heal ourselves so I love that you really implement that when you hold space and you make that very clear I feel like that's very very empowering for people so I really respect that you share that and I love as well how you mentioned that you know it's not just one tool that we need for transformation we need a whole little toolkit around us we can never just rely on or get trapped in one method you know it's just always it needs to be full support in as many areas as we can in our lives so I, out of my own curiosity what other tool other tools you would say have really helped support you on your spiritual journey well um at the moment 
Um, I'm diving very deep into shamanic tours, mm. uh, shamanic journeying and ceremony. And I know, yeah, you love that because you're on the same path. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's one thing that's really now next level for me and changing again everything like together with the breath work um my favorite tool of all times is probably also yours it's dancing (laughs) (laughs) dancing is the thing for my soul to really be in alignment for my inner child to come through for the energy in my body to move freely to express like I connect deeply with music um, and music is what opens my heart. I'm super passionate about um, my musical journeys that I create for my breathwork journeys. Um, I'm recently learning more about DJing and um, training myself to create ecstatic dance journeys as well. Like... For, I know, I know, yes. I know. We have to do this. There's, there's projects to come. So yeah, um, and I just got these amazing um, crystal balls. So I'm mm. also getting into sound healing, and just because I realize how deeply sound touches me, and it's always been like this, and it's something that I always told myself my whole life, like that I'm not musical, that I have no talent, whether to sing or play any instruments, and. For me, this is one of the things that in the last years I experienced dramatically changing, like going beyond this, this, this self-limiting beliefs, like mm. the things that I tell myself all my life, like, oh, no, you can't do this or you're not good at that. And it's like, oh, hang on a second. Where does this come from? Mm. I am actually really good at that. And so I start playing my drama, my rattle. I have all the I have like shamanic instruments that are quite easy to play and it's so I feel so joyful and like I sing with my drum and like now I'm trying to teach my voice to sing with the singing bowls and you know it's just like for me those are my tools like every day in my you know day-to-day life I dedicate one or two hours where I just come in here Mm. in the space and um, ask my child what do you want to do what do you want to do today what do you feel like Sometimes I just feel like sitting there and meditating. Mm. Sometimes I feel like going into a shamanic journey. Sometimes I feel like I just want to dance, dance, dance. Mm. Other times I feel like I want to create. Um, and all the times I feel like breath should be part of whichever practice I'm picking. Um, whether I dance, I become aware of my breath. Whether I meditate, I'm aware of my breath. Mm. Whether I'm playing with my instruments, I'm aware of my breath. And yeah, so these are my tools personally. Um, but uh, yeah, mm. Ev- I think everyone has th- has their own, you know, preferences, and it's up to experimentation mm. to find out which are your tools. I love all of the tools that you mentioned. I think they're so beautiful that you incorporate so many different elements. And um, just to touch upon the shamanism a little bit, for those who aren't very familiar with shamanism, what would you say the essence of shamanism is? Um, To me, the essence of shamanism is, well, that shamanism um, connects um, 
any type of illness it finds the spiritual reason for the illness that we deal with in in our lives and there is tools that truly you know help people to to recover those parts of us that got lost somehow um, in shamanism they talk about soul loss mm-hmm. the parts of our soul that leave us in times when we experience trauma and um, and um, challenging moments where yeah we just lose ourselves a little bit and a little bit and when we lose ourselves enough we just feel disconnected from who we really are and um, that's when we most likely get sick and then we look for help and then obviously a great tool to recover these parts of our soul is breath work is we release the trauma and parts of us are coming back in but um sometimes like there is people um for sure that they can't um they're maybe too weak to do that work themselves or they just can't go around their the resistance in their mind and they just you know then they need more help mm-hmm. and so i i learned that through the tools of shamanism there is more there's more tools to help people that maybe can't get there with the breath but mm. they can go on a shamanic journey and um recollect parts of themselves that way and for me it's like oh my god like just this whole other avenue to explore that can also help my people and like broaden even more mm. my toolbox and you know offer help so yeah for me that's that's the beauty of it and i love is that shamanism is the oldest the oldest um and how do i say the oldest um healing method mm-hmm. and it's connected between all the tribes and all the parts of the world there's just a few practices that are the same in every culture every shaman of every culture uses the same tools Mm. uses the same um, approach the same way of thinking and perceiving and so to me it's like there is one universal truth in that Mm. and that you can't deny that this isn't legit and so I wouldn't call myself a shaman real shamans don't call themselves shamans (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying that I'm anything like that, but if yeah. anyone at one point wants to call me a, a shaman, then I wouldn't say, no, I'm not. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's like, I'm genuinely just who I am. And I know that my soul knows these kind of tools. Mm-hmm. But I need to remember, I need to relearn, like I need to tap into the wisdom that somehow within me and need to access all of that again mm. and so yeah just like you you feel like you feel like drawn to something because somehow it's in you and so you start finding ways of relearning and exploring and if it's truly you then you will dive deep into that and you read all the books you take all the courses and it's like what happened to me like <laughs> i'm just like oh my god like i find myself in this mm. I need to read all the books I could possibly I possibly could I need to take 
courses and like I'm just so interested I'm nerding out and if you're not really if that's not really your thing mm. then you don't go to through the struggle of really nerding out on something because you're like mildly interested mm. and it's like not really you so I just I do it for myself and it happens to be really beneficial to other people too wow so yeah it's like mm. that's it. <laughs> I love that and I definitely yeah. see that yeah that shaman aspect of your soul that your soul is so so familiar with you know and the way that you open and help the space and the way that you use the rattle and the instruments like I could really feel that yeah your soul has had many many shamanic lives and I, I'm just curious have you ever experienced that that shaman aspect of yourself at the soul level like while under mushroom medicine or on ayahuasca I'm just curious if you tapped into her you know from previous lives uh yeah I have a bunch of past life memories where I was um part of tribes like it mm. was native like I just yeah recently um went on a journey and like I was on the search of connection to my ancestors because I always found it really hard to connect um, to my ancestors or to find any pride in like my lineage or anything like this and then the message that I got um, through that journey was like you are your ancestors mm. <laughs> you are your ancestors <laughs> and you always like I got a message that I've always been um I say uh, a native kind of person. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's how you would say it. I've been native, and because I always felt it since I was a little kid, I liked to dress up as an Indian and wear my beads and like mm. craft jewelries and just like I felt very earthy always all my life. Uh, very very connected to nature, the animal spirits. Um, but but I was never aware, I was never aware of that. It was just like it was just like my magical world. And at some point, when you grow up and you get told enough to like, you know, stop that, mm-hmm. um, you lose your magic, mm. um, and you don't listen, you don't hear the voices anymore, you don't see the messages anymore. You just, you know, just conform and get pressed into the square, and you forget about all this. And it's just in the recent years all of that has come back and I remember like I remember who I am I remember all of that and um, yeah so a few months ago on a, on a journey to Guatemala I got a reminder that I am who I am mm. in this life because I, my soul needed to learn how to unpattern itself and how to feel the compassion of how it feels to be born in a first world country and to get this type of education to be pressed into a system to um yeah to to come back to finding who you really are because that's my biggest skill Mm -hmm. that i need as well for my work here with with everyone here like right now people in the world are trying to find themselves and only because i've done all the work find myself Mm. I can help others to find themselves and again I'm not anywhere done yet Mm. I'm still you know taking off the layers taking (laughs) off the layers and the whole like thing with this connection to shamanism just really recently 
like became so crystal clear and now I'm looking everywhere to like make process progress mm-hmm. um, obviously and um, eventually hoping to yeah offer these tools um, to my community here that people that come to the space to do work with me and um, mm-hmm. I've guided a few people into shamanic journeys and it was greatly beneficial just um, yeah just before a breathwork journey to find their power animal mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so beautiful and I think this is what I'm gonna do this week with my last um, with my last uh, with breathwork session before I'm going on my little adventure to Mexico <laughs> wow. I feel like it was yeah something that I just want to explore with them and leave mm. a little taste of this is to come <laughs> something new something new if you want to do more of this come back <laughs> yeah, I love that yeah, so yeah. so much yeah. and yeah shamanic journeys are super super powerful and I've, I've had I've experienced also myself like a shamanic soul retrieval and then being given a power animal and then mm-hmm. years ago going into shamanic drumming and then like tapping into your spirit animal and it's just like yeah these tools are, are so so amazing and I'm curious what a shamanic journey looks like say if someone was going to come here and receive that from you like what what does that really look like that flow for someone who's like shamanic journey power animal (laughs) okay so i'm in no way qualified Mm. to you know um professionally explain about shamanic journey because i am not yeah qualified that way i can explain to you how it feels for me and what Mm. i've experienced so in a shamanic journey um, you start out with really um, focusing your your mind, your attention on the sound of the instruments that are being used. Mm. So it starts out with a rattle and the rattle is there to invite you to let go of all the ordinary thoughts coming into a sacred space. Um, in this moment you call we're calling in all the spirits the spirits of the land the spirits mm. of the ancestors the teachers guides masters all all the helping spirits that there could be um, for us in the moment and um, we uh, ask for the veils to open for the paths to be open for us to move between the worlds and um, traditionally in shamanism there is three different worlds there is the lower world um, that is usually looks very nature place some kind of forest maybe or um, bodies of water or um, any kind of um, how you say mountains or mm-hmm. deserts any nature kind of place um, and then there is the upper world that's more ethereal it's like cloudy maybe very open space um and then there is the middle world which is basically a hologram of our reality like our 3d reality Mm. but in that hologram we can perceive the spirits of everything and um yeah we come we we can travel to those different places with different um doorways that we can find and once we, we enter those doorways, we go into a tunnel or into a fog. And at the end, after a little process, a uh, progress of, yeah, of going through those tunnels or fogs, 
we enter into those kind of worlds and we can find our power animal which usually are in the lower world mm. um, or we can find our guides teachers or helping spirits in the upper world yeah. or yeah we can see the spirit of everything in our uh, middle world in our the hologram of the, our, our reality and move back and forth in time as well and like yeah there's literally no limitations mm. to um to our soul yeah. <laughs> or for Beautiful. us to travel and yeah so we can retrieve a lot of information that will help us in our present life to you know make the next step and um, mm. feel a bit more guided yeah so to me it's been it's been really powerful to explore that and it's like wow all the answers are within me and mm. you know there's yeah there's just no limitations and it's it's yeah part of training as well to just be able to go into these altered states of consciousness which with just music not music a monotonous sound of a drum mm. that brings you into an altered state of consciousness and you feel it like it just it just switch you're just not here but you're here it's it's a really really incredible feeling um yeah Mm, thank you for sharing that and <laughs> yeah, I'm curious welcome. what is your power animal or what is the power animal that you are working with right now it may not want to be revealed oh. <laughs> <laughs> some power animals mm -hmm. um, do not want to be revealed mm. but I can tell you I don't like I have one main power animal but mm. in the end there's a whole zoo mm. <laughs> I love that and you know some are more present and mm. others um and you know, they come forward when they're needed definitely but there's one main one and like two other and yeah <laughs> I love i'm it. like um in my life and like i'm just i'm just very connected to animals mm. in my present life and now i'm not surprised also in my spiritual life yeah love that yeah it is true though right like like you say like the different energies you need at certain points like come through at these stages in your life like when I did my first journey like shamanic journey experience I received the wolf and then we had to ask its name and the name I got was Sasha and like I've never heard of anyone called Sasha before I knew it was a name but I didn't know anyone called Sasha mm -hmm. and when I got home this was years ago I googled the meaning of the name Sasha and it literally means protector of humankind. And I was mm -hmm. like, God damn, spirit. <laughs> like, that's amazing. And now, like, my beautiful, beloved Alex. Yeah. I didn't know this, but when I was sharing the story, he's like, oh, Alex in Russian is Sasha. And I was like, interesting. Uh, I feel like spirit is just like, Ooh, yes, Yeah, so when you know it shivers, it's true. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's so amazing. And then years later, I retrieved another animal and that was the deer and that had a whole other message to it you know of like yeah. being soft and elegant and when like danger comes like being like the deer and freezing but then once it goes away you can just shake it all off mm -hmm. and just elegantly go back to life instead of letting it, it stress you out yeah. you know so it's like all these beautiful messages that we yeah. can receive from the animals is just so so amazing yeah. so yeah yeah i definitely recommend listeners check out power animals i'm sure there'd be some like I know it's not the same, but some guided meditations you could do on YouTube or something if you want, if they, you know, wanted to try it at home. Yeah. 
But um, moving on a little bit. Ooh, twelve, twelve. Happy twelve, twelve. We started at 11-11. <laughs> wow. The angels are with us. Oh yeah, always. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm very curious because I'm very certain that you were born in Germany, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm very curious how, you know, someone born in Germany ended up living in the Caribbean. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> Oh my god, I don't even know how this could have happened because, you know, if you would have told me, I didn't think this could have happened, but yeah, somehow just, like I said in the beginning, I'm very, I have a very strong free spirit (laughs) and I have a hard time suppressing that Mm. and so for me, it was... Even my mom told me, like, the moment you were born, I was holding you, and I knew that I'm going to have to let you go soon. <laughs> but it's true. Like, I felt from a very early age that I don't belong there, that I don't fit in that place. And I've been struggling, yeah, my whole life, like, my whole growing up life to somehow, like, get through this. <laughs> and wanted to leave, like yeah very early like my grandmother told me I was like three years old packing my little yellow suitcase trying to leave for the first time but I couldn't get out of the (laughs) the garden door like I was too little couldn't open it but I was like ready to go then and then I remember consciously like trying to to run away because I was so fed up at like six years old I had a fight with my parents and I was just like I'm done they like left they left to do something and I was like taking like four hours to like pack my little suitcase and my feet <laughs> and my dog and like I was like <sighs> crying the whole time because I was like I want to leave and like I'm going to leave but it was winter and it was night and I was like I don't even know where to go and by the time they came back they were like what are you doing I'm leaving and they were like you can't leave you're too little and yeah so they told me like not to leave I was like, okay, okay, I'll stay then. (laughs) And and then, yeah, I did high school and, like, everything that was asked from me to do, like, Mm. to, you know, to make them, like, my parents happy and to, like, just, you know, do what I have to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, like, once I turned 18, my parents really, like, from one day to the other, like, dropped all the rules wow. <laughs> it was very confusing because it was like well hang on first I have to like follow all these rules and now you're telling me like do whatever you want that's really strange and it's actually like stopped me in my tracks of trying to rebel because all of a sudden I was like okay I can do what I want well now I don't know what I want mm. and but it didn't take long until I was um there was this um ad in our local newspaper coming from a really tiny village and like a countryside Bavaria Germany um, there was this ad in my local newspaper somebody served school in Turkey looking for an office manager and my sister like comes running with this newspaper and she's like hey look they're looking for an office manager in a surf school in Turkey that sounds like something you would like and I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. Like, how did I end up in my local newspaper? Like, what the hell? <laughs> somehow it turns out that these people who owned that surf school uh, lived in my area. And so they put an ad there because they really needed someone. So I applied, and within two hours, I got a phone call. They're like, hey, can wow. you meet tomorrow? 
um, for an interview. I'm like, sure. And I went to this interview like completely like, I don't know what to do. Um, and they were like, all right, when can you go? Well, like, well <laughs> I don't really have any commitments. She's like, well, can you go Tuesday? We'll book you a ticket. I'm like, that's in three days. Sure. <laughs> and then, you know, you're, you're like, for the first time, I felt this like feeling of like, oh, fuck. Mm. and now like when your dreams come true all of a sudden it gets really scary mm -hmm. and it was the first time I felt that and then yeah I went to Turkey and did the summer there and I came back and thought okay now I'm done with traveling I've you know I finally got it out of my system trying to come back and like start a life in Germany as an adult <laughs> I opened a cafe with my mother and it was it was nice and we had you know a good moment together um trying to co-create something but uh, within less than a year i was like i can't live here i mm. just can't do it like i'm trying so hard but i just don't belong here i need to get out of here and yeah i applied for a job in a ski resort in austria after that because i'm uh, I'm skiing since I can walk basically wow. like it's been my biggest <laughs> passion in life until then and um, for me it was a dream to like live in the mountains I finally don't have to drive there anymore all the time every single weekend um, just live there work on the mountain and ski on my free time and so I made that dream come true and moved in into the ski resort and worked there in a bar which then in the end ended up being completely opposite and I skied less than I ever did because I partied every night <laughs> um, but I earned great money mm. uh, which allowed me to try and travel more and I um, got another job in Greece after that after a few seasons in the in the winter and I moved to Greece um, to the island of Naxos again working in a windsurf center wow. and just um, once more hearing about this cabarete place uh, like the first time i heard about cabarete was in turkey in a little catalog that I, ah. there was no internet back then yet oh. uh there was just catalogs of all the little surf centers they had all around the world and i remember looking in the catalog and like oh cabarete and i just don't know why I, why this like popped out like so clearly mm. to me remember it's like oh what is cabarete place dominican republic hmm. okay and then again in greece my best friend back there she was from Australia and she just came back from Cabarete wow. um, and like shared with me how beautiful it was and I'm like oh I heard about this place before and she's like oh you gotta go there it's amazing and I really wanted to go then and I remember <laughs> my boss um, there in Greece he was also German and he's like oh I have this other person like did I know a German guy he owns a surf um, school in Cabarete I'll give you his number and that, to the day I still have the paper with um with the name and the phone number on it i remember one evening i was like okay it's uh six hours difference okay i'm gonna call now and to see so i called from a little office there in greece and i called on landline wow. to cabarete and here in greece and um i'm looking for a job and like super shy and he was like straightforward like Nah, sorry, I, I like doesn't work this way. You gotta show up here, and no like, way. Um, maybe I'll give you a job, maybe not. But you know, this is how we do things. Wow. And I was so discouraged. I was like, oh, <laughs> and I felt like, okay, <laughs> I can't go. I don't have the money to just fly to the Caribbean and like not have a job and like just mm. like no. But one of my friends um, went. That's that's uh, winter season after, 
And after I called him and I said, hey, how's it going? He's like, well, it is, it's amazing. Like, you got to come. It's so cool. And I'm like, oh, but, you know, do you think I find a job? He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. You'll find a job. It's pretty easy. Just, you know, save some money so you feel quiet in your mind mm. and, like, don't have to pressure. But I'm pretty sure you're going to have a job here. And I'm like, okay. So I saved every euro that I made all summer. And I was just like, wow. okay, I have, like, I have a bunch of money. I bought myself this ticket. I didn't actually really know anything about the Caribbean. Like, <laughs> I got out of the airport, and I was like, oh, this is, feels like Thailand. It's, like, humid. <laughs> oh, and it's, oh, there's black people. Mm. Oh, I didn't know. Like, I, like I, seriously, this is how I'm, like, traveling always so, like, unprepared. I just, like, I have a calling <laughs> and I go, but I don't really know where I'm going and what I'm doing. And so I get out, and I was like, oh, oh I didn't expect that. Okay. And so this is how I arrived here. And then I got a job right away. I found a nice hot little place to stay. I got a moto. And then I spent the whole winter having a good time. And I was going to move back to Greece for good because I was like, it's been five years. I'm living out of my suitcase and wow. I just need to like settle somewhere. So I wanted to move to Greece because I love Naxos and I just really felt um, very connected there. And I was on the phone in April with my friend who initially sent me here and I said, okay, I'm going to see you in a few weeks. I'm coming back. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, that was the plan. She's like, well, think about that. No like, I wouldn't, <laughs> have, I wouldn't have come back here if I didn't have my boyfriend here. Like, it's, everything is so nice there. Mm. Everything is so easy going. Like, don't you want to stay a little longer? Like, not that I don't want to see you, but I would really think about this. And I'm like, okay. Then I thought about this and I was like, I started surfing and there's no waves in Naxos. All right, maybe I don't want to go. Maybe I'll just see you this summer. Maybe I'll just check it out a little longer. And mm -hmm. I stayed the summer and it was great. And then the winter came back. I was like, well, now the waves are really getting bigger and I'm better surfer and I have to stay. <laughs> and then you just keep extending and extending and extending. Mm -hmm. And this is the classic story of so, so many people who end up in Cabarete to just somehow find themselves and like just really yeah enjoy life and keep extending and yeah and that's it and at some point I ran out of money completely and I couldn't leave the island for three years if in, even if I wanted to wow. and in that time I adopted a dog my dog Coco um, who was my everything and then somehow my, my, my dog passed away at the end of those three, three years where I was on the lowest point of like having no money at all um somehow like the shit hit the fan completely and i ended up with no dog no house no job like no money nothing um and that's when i started my jewelry company like without wanting to start a company but mm. literally just like what's my last resources what can i do to like somehow make a few pesos to buy myself some food wow. um i i started um making jewelry and somehow people really really loved what i'm doing and i didn't even like decide to start making jewelry it's just like, i make jewelry for myself all my life mm. and somehow like a few people were like oh where do you get this bracelet from or where you got this i used to make the barefoot sandals mm. that was like my staple like my, my most you know unique piece at the time that i was wearing oh. myself and they were like where do you get this i'm like oh i'll make it oh would you make us some like we need some souvenirs to bring home and wow. you know we will pay you for it i'm like sure i have some beats at home i can do something and mm. i just started 
making jewelry and I, I remember it was December and at the end of the month I had like four hundred dollars and like wow oh wow and then my boyfriend at the time was like you know you should really like I help you like you should you we need to continue with this mm. and um he helped me to reinvest um like he encouraged me to just invest all my money in buying more beads and more beads and like posting photos on 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 Facebook and from there the ball just started rolling and after a few months I was able to pay rent and have my own place again and just like Mm. you know have a good life and then yeah eight years go by and meanwhile I'm I'm not with the same guy anymore but I'm forever grateful that he encouraged me Mm. um to start creating because it's a huge part of who I am and um yeah finally then I'm here now because of many other things that happened Mm. with a different man that's supporting me incredibly um, encouraging me to just walk my path and yeah so Mm. I'm super grateful for all the difficult times and all the all the opportunities that came with them wow yeah powerful thank you so much (laughs) for sharing that journey like yeah and what a journey it's been you know like yeah to to really not feel at home in your own country of origin and and to get out and explore the world and end up here and i think it's beautiful how like even in the darkest of moments like the this is the perfect time for the greatest of transformation right and from that low point you felt that inspiration so yeah get crafting get creative and now like look where you are now we're in your beautiful sacred space and it's just like you're doing all these offerings and it's it's so incredible how the universe really supports us when we are following our dharma when we are living our truth and i really really admire that about you so thank you thank you for sharing (laughs) so beautiful so as we wrap up towards the end of the interview I'm curious if you are open to answering a little soul-to-soul question here. So it's basically a little deck of beautiful, mm-hmm. deep, meaningful questions. Are you open okay. to that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love cards. Awesome. Okay, <laughs> this one was on the top. Okay, so it says, do you meditate? What's your meditation style and how does it make a difference in your life? I do meditate. My meditation style, I sit by my altar I check in with my breath, I close my eyes. Usually I even blindfold myself to really make sure all the external light is out. And then I just sit there and I breathe and eventually I even let go of controlling my breath because Mm -hmm. the state of meditation is not controlling anything and just being. And so it took me a long time to understand the whole concept. Like I didn't ever, I never in my life took a meditation course or anything. I just, one day I had this like, oh my god this is <laughs> meditating because you know in the i was always like yeah meditate and then i light a candle and then i light an incense and then mm. then i'm gonna control my breath and then i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and i'm gonna do meditation and i was like this is <laughs> no you don't do meditation mm. you are you stop trying to do anything and that's when i first entered into a state of meditation where i was just you know it like just stop mm. just stop so that's my style of meditation mm. just stop beautiful yeah i'm curious is there anything else you'd like to share before we wrap up fully like anything else that comes up for you that you wanted to speak to the listeners god i feel like i already spoke so much we're like totally over time <laughs> <laughs> i don't know 
Um, I just hope that whatever I've been sharing inspires anyone that listens. And it's really from the heart and even if it might be triggering me and some, some things I say are like I'm someone that speaks very directly and put out a filter and I know that oftentimes I, I trigger people and it's like no like, you know um, but it's it's part of who I am I'm, mm. I'm also a challenger in in ways and it's always been a ble- like a curse until I knew who I am and now it's a blessing and I can become more conscious of the way I express myself and I'm really trying to focus more speaking from the heart so know that everything I said was from the heart and my best intentions um, of just you know speaking my voice and inspiring anyone that listens to yeah, look at your own potential and you know your own life, your own synchronicities, your own purpose, mm. your own dharma, um, and step forward, come out of the comfort zone and like go through the muck and find yourself and go for it. Mm. Don't doubt ever. That's really special. Thank you for sharing that. And for the listeners who'd like to follow your journey or, or see what beautiful offerings that you have, where can they reach you? Um, I have created a website recently that is being constantly built out with more offerings and really my main focus is called um, thespacewithinyou.com. I am on Instagram, I am on Facebook because that's where you have to be these days, (laughs) but I have been really neglecting, I would say, posting a lot there because I've been doing all this work for all these many years for my other project, Coco Beats, mm. um, my jewelry project. And I've, you know, literally burned out myself on like always needing to post. And there's something at the moment right now that I feel like there's something so much on social media that isn't genuine that doesn't mm. come from the heart that is just a facade that isn't true and i don't want to interact and participate in that and so until now i haven't really um gotten around to find my way of like genuinely just sharing and yeah i just took a, like literally i'm just taking a break mm. from social media but i'm there there's some accounts it's mm-hmm. um the space within you on Instagram and the space cabarete in Facebook and yeah that's it thank you thank you so much for your powerful time and energy it's been such an honor (laughs) yeah to hear your journey receive your wisdom so yeah yeah, thank you so much sister (laughs) super grateful for the opportunity thank Mm. you and yeah I'm looking forward for some co-creations hopefully oh. in the future i mean i'm so excited the first time that i met you guys and you're mm. offering your ceremony full moon uh, or new moon ceremony whichever it was that i came first i think new moon it was i was blown away by the quality of mm. offering this was and by the way of you the way you hold space because yeah it's 
uh, it's special the, what you guys do and I was really like oh my god I'm so happy to see you here <laughs> like more 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 good people for Cabarete mm. and it seems like you're staying yeah, even though I think you have something planned but I don't know if you will be back if you go so mm. yeah I'm, I'm very you know happy um, that I've met you and mm. yeah since you're a Gemini maybe we can even flow more. <laughs> yes, I love it so yeah. much. I'm definitely so, so yeah. open. Thank you. Wow, thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed our conversation today and hopefully you received a beautiful insight into the healing powers of breathwork. And hopefully this has inspired you to go and seek out in your local area somewhere where you can be guided on this breathwork journey because wow, such a transformational healing tool. And definitely go and find Sabrina on Instagram. She's the space within you. I'm sure that you can also message her and ask her any questions that you may have. And in relation to my own offerings, I am now going to be opening up a waiting list for my goddess mentoring program. So I only like to work with three goddesses at a time just so I can really give everyone my full energy and intention but if you do feel called to work with me or even have a consultation to see how we can work together then you can send me a message on instagram or leave your information on my website we can organize a consultation and i can add you to the waiting list and let you know when a spot would be available so thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode i send you so much love and gratitude